Listen up. It's TLDL. Welcome to TLDL. Too long didn't listen. I'm here with my co-host, Chloe. Hello. (laughs) Hey, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, So we had this idea. I had this idea for a while. This is a podcast that... It is a social commentary comedy podcast. podcast. And I had this idea for a while. Why are we here? Why are you here? You tell me, girl. Because I've wanted a podcast and you had one. And so I jumped on your fucking coattails. <laughs> and mine last one flopped. Majorly. No. Well, it didn't flop, but it it's kind of a dead meme. I would never join someone who I thought was like a flop. Well, my last series right yeah yeah but i think it was there yeah yeah for sure but not as good welcome welcome (laughs) for audio (laughs) listeners we have this is our first episode yeah so we are figuring out what feels most comfortable like i said well like chloe said this is entertainment comedy this is just us chilling two friends hanging out and having a good time yeah and i'm really comfortable in are you really these yeah um the cat scratched brown <laughs> chairs that he picked up from a deserted <laughs> hospital uh, <laughs> i we're just comfortable you have to understand <laughs> let's talk about the setup real quick because i was really proud when i found these <laughs> i'm not even joking i was really proud when i found these i bought them and brought them you over. bought these <laughs> I feel really dumb about Where it. Where did now. you buy them? The thrift store in oh, Ramona. That's nice. Support local businesses. <laughs> <laughs> they were very cheap. I think we could refurbish them. You think it's? Pa- you don't think it's past like it's prime? <laughs> like, we could try. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. So, we so got, we're comfortable and we're we got <clears throat> in luxury. C- cell phones filming this part, <laughs> and then one pro-ish camera in the middle. Mm-hmm. We're adding on as the podcast goes on but we did want to just like jump start in. it jump yeah, in baby. this is that one is taped onto a tripod <laughs> and the other one is chilling yeah so we're good we're good and um it, so why are you here why did you honestly we talked about it it was a, but what really was like oh this actually would be a good idea i also <clears throat> have always wanted to do a podcast i've always wanted to kind of, I don't know, have some sort of like group or audience, I guess you can call it, where I could talk and share myself and through it probably share a little bit of my story and also get to know myself better. And I think sometimes when you talk and you have to say things out loud and you commit to it and you put it out in the world, like I think it's going to help me get to know myself better. But at the same time, I also think I'm really, really funny. And I think you're funny. And so we met how long ago? Tell them. How long ago did we meet? Like um, maybe a little over a month. Yeah. I think we met a month ago and we decided to do this about three days ago. <laughs> and we kind of just <laughs> jumped right in. Yeah. So I don't know. I've always wanted a podcast. I think I'm funny. I think there's stuff to talk about. I think that it's just, it's fun. I'm not a writer, but I have things that I want to say and put out in the world. And you're quick. And I'm here. And you're quick. And I'm ready. And like, you're funny. And you quick. had an idea and you were ready. I've tried to actually start podcasts before with people who were not into the like 
work side of it <laughs> but i like to work and i like to be here Hell and yes. put stuff out and you know what you're doing so we can come together we and are, make this fucking happen it's so funny because you know the branding side of it the presence online what it looks like the legality stuff Let's for help. me i know the technical aspect yeah of it. so we kind of like it was yeah, a perfect it was ready overlap. and even with our personalities too like we're similar, but we have very little overlap, but enough that it actually works really well. I don't think we have little overlap. <laughs> no, not little, but, like, but we just like come from totally different worlds. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally yes. different worlds. Like, you come from Seattle, mm -hmm. from money. I don't come from money, but my friends come from money. money. And I yes. think I grew up in a really well-off area, but I actually, I grew up with no money either but I grew up in an area that had a lot of privilege and entitlement and so it's certainly skewed my like perception of the world but and you have a bougie you know, vibe maybe I think you do maybe yeah okay we have a producer also Ilya, okay that. that's just like pacing around <laughs> we, we love Ilya and Ilya Ilya is, is more pretentious than I am I think so yeah for sure you think I'm bougie what's up baby <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, I don't think you're pretentious. I just no. think you have a bougie thank vibe. Thank you, thank you. But you're a humble queen. Thank you. Yeah, thank why'd you choose me? Because, first of all, <laughs> you're, me. I said it before, you're a storm. Like, you come through <laughs> and you say, like, 30 different things within five minutes, whole statements. It's called your ADHD. Your husband <laughs> comes in with your baby and he's crying and screaming and scratching. You're like, Americano ice, blah, 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 blah. How are you doing? Oh, my God. And I was like, to process Chloe hey. is and it's a good thing, not in a bad way at all. Mm -hmm. You get it done, you're amazing, love it. And I was like, I like this bitch. She's fucking cool. I like as you. Hell. I think and, you're a star. And you're <laughs> hilarious and very outspoken in like the same like like me, but also in your own way. So I think overlapped well, which is why I was like, because I had other people that I had in mind that I was like, that could work maybe. But then there was like, you know, some people. It's always a feeling. Yes. It's a feeling. And when it works, it works. And you dive in. Yes. Yeah. And it's not no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade on anyone. But it's like some people got the work ethic, but don't have the personality. Some people don't have the personality, but have the work ethic. Not that they don't have a personality, but just for <coughs> this. Ilya. You know. <laughs> Ilya has. That's the not what I meant. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I love Ilya, and Ilya has a personality. He has such a good like, personality. We're going to get him on this podcast. One day. But he, right now, he's in the background. because Grimacing at me. Yes. Mad. So, And then the theme of this podcast, this yes. episode one, was why we're here. Also, what brings us to the San Diego backcountry? Yeah, we should talk about that, where we are. Where yes. are we? So we are in the San Diego Because you've been here a lot country. longer than I have. I am fucking new to this. Yes. Country thing. life. You're yes. country girl. Yeah. You're you sure. are a hick now. <laughs> we are in the San Diego backcountry. There's a couple of towns that envelop this whole area. Mm -hmm. But but um and we live kind of close to each other, um, work in the same spot, and it's a gorgeous little tourist mountain town it's like a hallmark town it's a hallmark movie yes it is so cute There's there definitely is like a vibe where there might be like a cult somewhere under for sure but there isn't that i know of. i bet there is i'm sure there is oh, i'm sure actually, there is yes yes and yes. i've also looked up like i said the dead body records <clears throat> oh i didn't know that there's not a lot like i think people can hide it back here because there's no fucking way that there's not this has to be like a major murder capital i would imagine for sure and when, I would imagine when COVID was at its worst. Yeah, I'm telling you, at its worst, like lockdown, like people were even here were like, 
I saw people hanging out with their friends. This is horrible. They should be arrested. There Me. was a COVID. <laughs> I would come COVID and personally banger. arrest you. <laughs> there was a COVID banger in the desert where, like, I was getting Instagram invites to go to this huge festival I, party. Oh my god, I was so locked in my sure. home, fucking pregnant. Yeah, and so not that, letting anyone see me and anyone I saw leave during COVID you or were, leave their house. I would scream at them. You were one of those people that wore a mask even in a Zoom meeting. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I care about others. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my friends would like hide going to things. They would like not tell me that they were going to see each other. Like two friends would get together in an apartment and like wouldn't tell me. And when I would like find out, I'd just be like, oh, so you're killing people. <laughs> so you are directly a murderer. So you are the reason the plague is here. I was, but I was um, consistent. Yeah. Um, totally different perspectives, though, to like come out. And obviously we are still in this pandemic. Are we, oh, yeah. We are, yes, yeah, we yeah, are. Of course. Of course. But we like totally like I moved here in January of 2022. So obviously like a totally different time than it was in 2020. But I lived in Seattle and you lived here throughout the whole pandemic. I worked every day, which is so fucking wild. I lost my sales job in the middle of the pandemic and never even considered like leaving my house for nine months and for me it was a daily thing not that i would i wouldn't like yeah i don't go party but your perspective is totally different like you had to go to work i had to go to work and then i would go all my life was really i was making a little more money working a little little more in the town this like touristy town there's many touristy town this whole area so you know whatever it was like vegas like it some weekends and people were driving through like locals were like no one's fucking wearing masks. Okay, so locals did like, care. A half. Okay, like, that's actually tell, surprising. Politically, it's like it. W- the more outspoken ones are actually more left kind of okay. people. But like, it has been a weird experience for me. Almost everyone's been like lovely, but it, I come from an area that's really, um, pretty black and white. Seattle's very black and white, and everyone race wise. No, like oh, opinion wise. Like, oh no, opinion wise, like I, I, I never had when I would walk around Seattle I never questioned if someone was aligned with me honestly like socially or politically I you can just assume you You can just assume everyone agreed with me and this is a new experience I love this this is gonna be really good for you it's good for my growth I've like my whole life I grew up in a very liberal leftist um place you're gonna be a republican queen in like a month you're going to be (laughs) I would rather jump off a bridge Trump you would be hanging I'm not even joking. This yeah, is like I, the weird, this is the weirdest thing ever. I've never seen this, even with like super annoying leftist people. Not that you're that, but I'm okay. saying, but <laughs> I've never seen that. There's, a, but well, because there's super annoying people on both sides. Yes, of course there are, and I know and, that. But you think I'm gonna become no, Tommy Loren? Oh, maybe. Just kidding. No. My perception of country is it's already shifted for the better. Uh, but yeah, I just like assume anyone who would live outside of the city before this um, wore cowboy boots and a ripped off T-shirt and said, hey, y'all. And that was my perception. <laughs> yeah, that but it is like it's it's good for me. This is a good like shift to be a little more open minded and understand, but also try to like not be polarizing and maybe maybe convert some people slowly yeah. with love. Yeah. An well, education. and education but what i guess the, the main thing is is like i've and i've lived in portland for five years yeah. which isn't a lot i didn't grow up there like you did but like in seattle yeah but 
um, it is a major bubble. Like it is like it is. there is no is contrasting ideas. Yes. And it's good. Not that, and I don't think I don't feel like you're very one sided. I feel like that was just the way you were, and then you're going to be in a new environment. No, I think San Diego is. Let's just talk about San Diego because that's why I came here. It's not. I didn't come here for this small town. I basically like put the Redfin Zillow bubble out and was like I want to be within an hour of San Diego and even the city is so different than Seattle it is so central and centrist and people are so much more on both sides of every issue and every opinion and I already knew that and that I was like this is good for me so coming to the small towns a little more but San Diego is way different than Seattle like crazy different yep it's amazing. It's like the most gorgeous place on earth. But oh yeah, I knew that I was um, coming to expand. Like I needed to stop being. And also, it's a privilege to grow up in an area that everyone agrees with you. It, it, yeah. And, and I it's needed easy. to like. Like it's yeah. not. It's not. It's but yeah. It's I never good. had to stand by my beliefs. I never had to like prove that I actually thought this way because I could just say like I'm not a racist. I'm not homophobic. I like this. And like no one. I would never have to prove it because I would never ever have to stand up to anything. Because I'm just like in an area that seemingly agrees with me. But here I'm like, if I have to speak what I feel, I have to really like show up and like prove that I think these things. So I think it's good for my personal growth and not being so privileged. Love it. So I that's why it. I'm here, Alex. Humble I moved queen. Here. Yeah, I'm humble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And so we come from totally different sides of the world. You said you grew up in Seattle. I grew up in Boston in kind of a... Um, a little bit of a ghetto area. Mm-hmm. Well, at first, not really, and then really ghetto, and then we lived in, like, kind of a middle-class-ish, like, area, hung out with, like, a lot of, like, Latino kids. I was very exposed to a lot of different races. So, I And you're never Latino. Even, yeah, and so the, the race thing, it was never really something that was brought up much because it was – we were all so mixed. Like, we – my group of friends were always so diverse racially. Right. That it was, like – I don't, it's even weird for me to say that now because I don't like, it feels like I'm, it's almost like trading cards. I'm like, oh, I have like this type of friend and that type of friend. Oh my God. No. And I'm totally guilty of that. That's something I, I grew up in such a white area and I was like, oh, but I'm this perfect ally. No, I never, I've never literally ever had to face any diversity. I have family that's black and my best friend's black and my dad's Mexican and like those are true things, but they are not living in an actual culture or a society around me that has any sort of diversity. It was like an all white area. And that's why I think Seattle can be so like, oh, I'm so good and above it, but we're never, I don't know. It just seems kind of fake to me. I've learned that yeah. now when yeah, I was yeah. growing up, I was like, we're all perfect. And I'm like, we're super flawed. Like Seattle is, has some underlying issues that oh, I yeah. didn't realize that. <clears throat> yeah. So it, I think you actually grew up with diversity. I didn't. I was just like, but I accept everyone. And that was kind of fake. And, I don't know. And in Portland, it was like. Portland's very, even worse than Seattle. Oh, my very God. Patronizing. Oh, very my patronizing. God. I, yes. I was like, you don't really know. It. Like, they were just like, they were just like, oh, like, people. there's like underserved community. Like, as saying, like, un- and there is underserved communities, but they would lump, like, black people into being like, oh, but they're like they need our help they're uneducated and they don't have this i'm like do you know no it's people? so most people it's people are so demeaning and i'm like girl chill infantilizing and it's just like are you're not a fucking savior like it's and that's what i i've had to I, I seriously like i've had to take a step back and realize i have some serious work to do i can't yeah. just say this shit and, yeah. and i was kind of like the portland people in that way and 
I, I want to walk the talk. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you. I, I never got that that vibe from you at all. But in Portland, I was like, this "Well, tell is about crazy. what the person, your identity." And when someone told you how you were supposed to identify. Oh, when they call Alex, me Latinx. Yeah, which is fine, but you tell it. Well, I first of all, I still don't really know what Latinx means. I, I. It's just making it gender inclusive, right? Like, it's just because you guys have a more. Oh. Anyway, tell what she said to you. Tell what the person said to you. Because I think that well, she describes just, Portland in a fucking nutshell. She just told me I was Latin. And. I think because she's she was black, she like was like, oh, we're all together, like we're right. in the same thing. But she was like, oh, being a Latinx person like yourself, I was like Latinx, and I just let her continue talking. I was like Latinx, Latinx. What right. does this mean? What does this mean? Because you did I miss something? Latino. Yeah. Well, I said I was Brazilian. Oh, okay. And so then say that, and she was like, and you know, you being Latinx, and I was like Latinx, Latinx. Right. What the, and she was like, oh, Latinx just means like um. That means like what you said, gender. But I was like, I thought Latino is a gender neutral term. No, it is Latino and Latina. So Latinx is like, I think how, again, I'm speaking as a white, straight, cis, heteronormative, neuro, almost typical, not really neurodivergent person. Don't cross the line here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But for me, I'm like, okay, Latinx is what I'll say in general, but I would never tell you what you have to call yourself, which is where I think she kind of took the turn was telling you like this is how you uh, this is who you are and how you should identify and i was thoroughly confused because you didn't even in commu- and if you were to go to a church with lat- with mostly hispanic people in it you'd say a latino church it's oh but it's you're enveloping all the genders that are in there and well I, both genders are right, in there that is yeah so it's so it's a it's like a, a gender neutral term already so that's what was confusing i was like latin x is this like something i miss i just thought it was something and she just like kept hammering it on that like latinx just means this and i'm like i don't i don't i'm not but i didn't want to say it to her but i'm like no totally it sounds like i'm getting into um and i felt like almost like i was getting almost into an argument because i was like i'm not going to argue with this or like getting into a club like it seems more of like an organization the way she explained it and i was like not really into that. I just live my life. I do my thing. You know what I mean? Like I think that's the thing is that no one can like put your identity and your label on you. And I think it can cross that line. Whereas for me, I'm happy to say Latinx or Latino or Latina, whatever the person wants. And I typically say Latinx because it does encompass Latino, Latina, and mm-hmm. non-binary, anyone of that community. But I thought when you first told me the story, it just seemed very polarizing. And it reminded me very much of Portland and Seattle, like social rights activists where we even tell people of a different like group than ours what they should be and how they should identify and how they should feel and if they don't fit that then we are like oh well then you're not playing your part as a minority literally I think it's pretty fucked up that's like how I took it and that is a huge part of Seattle and I think I was probably involved in that where I was like I don't know I just would categorize people and I had no idea how like um othering it really was yeah, when but I was, it's like, part of this. I was this great ally or whatever, and it's part of this movement of people wanting to do better. But yes, it's like I it ends to up do like better. it came it, from like a good place. Yes, for sure. So, but yeah. So, anyways, it's it. I grew up in a totally different environment. So you went and from there Boston a, to Portland to back to Boston country. for a second. <laughs> Boston, Boston yeah. for a second, and then here I took a job opportunity here, um, in like some yoga retreat studio doing like cool. manual labor at this house. Um, <laughs> shout out Stu. <laughs> And um, do, um, yeah, painting inside, outside, building cabins. So like, how old were you when you left Boston? 
the first time. I bought I bought my one way ticket to Portland when I was nineteen. Okay, so immediately I, you were like, I'm getting the fuck out. out. Okay. Because it was just like I just needed to be myself and in the Did Latino community. Being yourself. What do you mean? Well, I mean, in Latino communities, it's very um, at least the ones that I noticed that I've been in contact with. Um, the parents can be they have a, a certain way of thinking that in the um, in our culture in America it's they're all different mm-hmm. it can be very limiting right and I explain it as um breaking your legs so they can take care of you as sure. messed up as that sounds oh, you mean like my paralyzed goat oh <laughs> that'll be a conversation in a bit sorry I didn't mean to bring that up oh my god <laughs> talk about country <laughs> life though you already you haven't even been here oh for two months and you gotta go oh my god no, I'm sorry. Yes. Like, you just had to get, get the out. out. Get out. Yeah, and, to breathe. And so, and that was like, I didn't, this is how, what I mean by like parents not really, you know, setting you up for success in the Latino world is I didn't even know how to wash, use a washing machine. Oh, was your mom like, did she take care of you? Everything. Everything. You were like very much. Everything. Okay. It was like, it's like, it was not good. So like, I walked like around like a zombie. to be incompetent. And exactly. you didn't even want to be. I didn't. Yeah. I, w- I always thought I was really independent. Like but you I was were. like, and you I'm, got your first place. And I got my first place, first apartment. And my roommate was like, "Wait, you don't know how to use this machine?" I'm oh like, "Oh my gosh!" And I was like, Whoa. And she like kind of laughed. I was like, "I mean, what do I what do I say? I don't. Yeah. I don't how to, I don't so know." So she did everything for you. And my mom, yeah, yeah, for sure. Wow. I mean, there's something I I like. I don't know. It's kind of sweet, but also not helpful if, at all. If there were like, also like, these are your strengths. I'm going to take care of all the extra stuff. You can just work on your strengths and that's good. But I didn't, there was none of that. It was just like, I can just wake up, be a zombie, go to school, go to work, go to the, come back home. And then just like all the dinners ready, dinners ready, foods. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Well, actually I did start learning how to cook at a young age too, because I have all the food that I was in contact with was extremely unhealthy and not good so i had to start cooking my own so that i did take on my okay. own but everything and you did else that on your own yeah yeah dishes laundry cleaning the did bathroom you go to public, school? public school okay i went to private school oh that different you? worlds y'all different worlds we live in different worlds <laughs> um on a scholarship <laughs> oh really yeah, i was poor okay yeah but like, your really your personality was successful i guess so <laughs> yeah no i um so You're I was gorgeous right now, by the way. Thanks. Snatched. I tried so hard. Snatched. I did. Snatched. I literally tried. I so hard. <laughs> Thank you. Kind of like going on like a little tangent here. It's so funny if how you call little me a guys. Fucking Fox News anchor. One more time. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just before saying, we started, it's like God, you look like a Fox <laughs> News anchor. Like uh, jump off a bridge. No. No, I mean Ugh. it's it's funny how little guys have to do versus girls. Like oh. I probably am fine. Like mm, I could probably do a, You're a little stunning, more. Alex. <laughs> Not a hair out of place. Stop. Hairline. I'm no, t- it's not receding. Oh, girl. I no, can, it's not. I've never been able to feel this. Oh, I ever. don't even have that. I, don't, I swear. Well, it's, it's, it's like slowly. I, I had a guy tell me in middle school, literally my crush. Ugh, I was wearing my hair back like this, like Legolas. Hold on. I kind of look like Orlando Bloom. So like this. And my crush, my boyfriend, fifth grade, whatever, you know who you are, was like, <laughs> he was like, are you balding? <laughs> uh-huh so rude and i still don't have that patch of hair so i understand i also identify as, as m- male pattern baldness <laughs> <laughs> yes 
you saying I'm gorgeous? Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, you were saying something, but I just like was thinking how crazy it is, how little I could definitely have done a little bit with the cat hair and all that, and um, <laughs> you know, maybe fix my hair up. But this is me. This is what you get. All right. And, well, actually, we'll we'll refine it a bit as the episodes go on. But um, how long how long did it take you to get ready? Oh, I get curiosity. really 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 quickly. Twenty minutes. 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. No, I can't do the whole, like, in the mirror. Tw- Sadly, it took me the same amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll do your makeup next time. That would um, be a cool. Uh, imagine makeover. I will do your makeup. Not makeup, so but, like, makeover. I can't shave, so we'll have to have someone else do that. I didn't know I needed to shave. Like, if you wanted to just be snatchied. <laughs> snatchied? <laughs> it's a little patchy, huh? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My husband doesn't grow a beard either, though, so. No, <laughs> this is. A, I'm no, just getting roasted. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> There's some spaces <laughs> in between <laughs> other hair follicles that don't Yo, have follicles. <laughs> I'm really bad with design. I'm re- well. I'm, I'm a wedding designer, everybody. But I'm not going to tell you anything more. But that's what I do. And I am an artist. Yeah. I wish I could show some of my work. But with when it comes to my art, I'm good at designing, mm-hmm. like placement and colors and textures and all that but in my life i we will show a little close-up of these chairs and oh my god it's so gross m- my shoes no i okay so i had like my come to um uh, come to jesus moment like really late and i think that's part of my childhood too but i okay so in high school i'm probably 15 every day my uniform i didn't have a uniform like this was my personal uniform I would wear platform, black, sponge, like, flip-flops, like, thongs. Mm, Love it. What are they called? Flip-flops. Yeah. Yeah. So I wear platform flip-flops to high school, and then I would wear leggings, not Lululemon, because I didn't have money. Um, I wore the pink leggings that had the band. Do you remember when girls would wear those, and they would have, like, a pink band? It would say Mm -hmm. pink on their butt, Mm -hmm. and they would be, like, cheetah print? Yep. Yep. So I'd wear those. And then platform heels, and I would have my purse was a mini... Um, you know the sport duffel bags that like people bring to sports. Oh yeah. My school, <laughs> um, Eastside Catholic, pump it up, pump it up. Um, had a mini purse like one they sold in orange and blue mm-hmm. duffel bag. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I would carry that around like a little sports thing, and people like remember this about me. People, that is something when you I were like, I'm styling. I knew I wasn't. Oh. But okay. I didn't even know where to begin. It wasn't like there was no hope for me. So I was just like, listen, I just this is my this is me. And so it took me until I was probably like 21 or 22 to learn anything about like looks. Got it. So there's still hope for me. I just turned 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying. Oh, that's what you were that getting was what to. I was getting to. No, I was so like, I don't have style. You're saying you have style. It <laughs> But it's just not that. Uh, I'm a really bad gay, like he's like this. Yes, you are. This you are. I was so proud of these chairs. I mean, not to say like I don't want to stereotype or put you in a box. I don't want to label you. But this is nothing. Like nothing. I have a lot of gay friends, Mm -hmm. and this is like nothing I've ever seen. (laughs) This is a train wreck. (laughs) (laughs) Ilya, don't laugh at that. You can't laugh at it. Okay. You're wearing purple. You're, is that, is you're that with bad? your community. No. There you <laughs> <laughs> there's just, oh. Purple is the color of the gays. That's like the gayest part about you. But there's a lot of cat fur on me for everyone. I'm a cat dad. Recent cat dad. So okay. that's the reason why. 
Tell us about your cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. We love Gizmo. Anyways, I guess the point of this podcast was to say, like, we come from totally different sides of the country. Yeah. Sides yeah, of definitely. life. East Coast, West Coast is wildly different. Sides of life. I, I mean, all I think of was East Coast is like D.C. And then I like, think of New York and Boston. I love I Boston. Boston. My best friend lives in Boston right now. And it is gorgeous. I just went in November. I loved it. Uh, maybe because I grew up there. Because a lot of people that grew up in the backcountry um, don't love it. Wait. B- backcountry meaning here. Oh, here. Yes. Okay. You didn't live in the backcountry of Boston. Well, but you what lived I'm in saying, the city of Boston. I lived in the uh, like the north shore of Boston. Okay. So what I'm saying, I guess my, my point is just like people grow up somewhere and then the beauty that other people move to, they don't see. So I grew up in Boston. People love it there. I, first chance I had, Got sold out. everything and moved. Do you think if you had, do you like the more, I don't know what I'm asking. Are I just don't like the Boston that you like that you didn't grow up in. Like if your family hadn't been as polarizing, maybe do you think you would have liked the area more, or are you just more a total West Coast guy? Like it's, it's the, such a chiller environment over here. It is a lot chiller. I had a really weird wake up call where I was so used to people interrupting me, like in conversation. Like I'm not even done with my point. They interrupt me and continue talking, which is fine. Like I'm just not used to it. Right. Um. And in parties, like if you're not saying something that's like. And that interesting people are just like oh and they just like turn their attention somewhere else and it's just normal yeah i do feel like on the east coast there's more um yeah like you just did it yeah, continue just no just kidding oh i would God, fit just in kidding. so no. well in new york <laughs> no to, but you I were wouldn't, though like i feel like i love it i love watching it it's like a different world to me though like people have much well of course this is my perception of the east coast so probably different than how you grew up but like the style is better fashion's better for sure people are fast paced people are like sure. doing their shit i love it i think it's really impressive i know i can't live like that on a daily basis like mm-hmm. once a week i could maybe be at that level but i am like intrigued by it it seems so like high fashion yes for sure and then i, I don't know i like it just is cool it's impressive to me and uh, but then when i moved to portland i was at a party yeah and i was telling a story which when i start telling stories i know sometimes that I'm going to be interrupted. So I'll start talking and I'm like, this is not that important of a story. It's probably going to get interrupted anyways. And I started, everyone at the party was like, ah, da, 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 and stopped and like listening. Oh, so and nice. I was like, I like was taken aback and I, the, it was, there was no punchline to it. It was just like dumb. And they were all like, wow, very cool. And then they just went on. It yeah, was a there, that's culture actually such shock. A, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. People culture are shock. So polite. Polite. And yeah. it was in Portland, which people are, extra polite yeah they're so polite and they wear their glasses and their birkenstocks and their little rolled up pants and their t-shirts and they're so cute and polite and very chicken eggs and they and and there was something i really did like about that but it was a total different it was a culture shock to me moving there where like i would go to southeast portland which was considered the poor side and there was like fruit trees on like there was like it's a go- cher- the natural like abundance of washington like, portland and here california too it's it's insane it's just cherry awesome. trees plum trees fig yes. trees in this one neighborhood i'm like and it was for the public it wasn't even people's property yeah, like i was like gardens mm-hmm. oh my god and it was on the sidewalk like <clears throat> it would be falling on people's cars during the growing season <laughs> yeah i know it's i'm cool. like i loved that it is cool it's just I, and you joined a cult as soon as you got there no, we're not talking about that, but it wasn't a cult. Can we? <laughs> not a, well, I mean, it wasn't. A, it was So I, I got into like a kind of like, it was like a vegan community. Mm-hmm. And 
<laughs> and it was you lived off the land um, for a bit. Yep. Okay. And uh, well, it wasn't and living did, off the land. What kind of home was, did you live in? Um, it was a hobbit hole <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> And it was great. It was in Oregon City, so it wasn't in Portland. Okay. But um, in Portland, there was a vegan community that I was a part of, and it was like a there was a couple of different meetups that you would go to, mm-hmm. and um, one was raw vegan, and the other one was just like vegan. What's and the difference? I, I truly I don't I have no clue. Vegan is just like Coke and French fries is vegan. So oh, yeah. it's it's just yes. about the okay. It's literally it's just about you're the not food. eating animal byproducts, and that's it. That's it. And okay. then you're not wearing any leather. Mm. Hey. Um. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. And with like makeup and everything's very thorough. And, the, and then raw vegan is people that do not cook their food. What? I love to cook. And so they prepare everything. I only eat vegetables cooked. So smoothies that you would use a dehydrator. It was it was it was a whole lifestyle. Okay. Wow. And it was cool. And I met only I a mean, couple it of is people. Very cool. I don't know. For me, it's not even. I I knew a couple plausible. of people that were truly thriving health wise off it. The rest, it was like, ooh. Um, I knew someone that did. It's I don't know funny, if he'll ever Portland watch this, is but a city. Yeah. And Boston's a city, and Seattle are cities, but Portland really is. There's obviously the city part of Portland. I've been there like hundreds of times, <clears throat> but it is it is a different. That, like it is more similar to where we are now. I think Portland is so much more similar to this like kind of rural, live off the land feeling. Kind of people, yep. So you definitely lived in a city in Boston, but moving to Portland was interesting it's as hell. The most interesting place. Yes, it's just fascinating. I like I, it though. I loved it yeah. at the time. It got a little weird towards the end, but How? I liked it. Um, just I um was. It was also like weird relationship, and I was like almost. Also, I noticed there was like almost five years on the day that I moved out. Wow, you lived there for five years. So it was like it was a a lifetime I was there, and then I was like, I think I'm, I think I'm done. And I had a cleaning business that I had there. It was just a one person, just me, just me. And um, and then um, at the end of it, I was like, I just gave all my clients to a couple of people, and um, then I just moved. So it was like almost. It, so it was just my time is was have a done, breakup? and then there was also a breakup at the same time. And you a breakup, company, well, breakup towards the end, and I started dating someone else. Oh, and it wasn't like over. Were they in the same cult? They w- were totally disconnected from. <laughs> <laughs> there was no cult. I was just part of a vegan community. <laughs> I wish. I know. Me too. We did talk I'm about this. I'm only asking so many questions so I can get some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, why are you asking me? You're so the talkative people one. People will live in a hobbit hole, with, so I don't you, even have to provide housing. Hell yeah! Hell but yeah. it was a dope house. It was no, actually I believe a house. it. I'm totally making fun of it because I do have um, a deep desire to be a cult leader for just like a small period of time in my life. I think you could do that. Thank you. I think I could too. I think you would need more land, but you <laughs> would totally. Be, but you could easily be able to. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what the philosophy would be behind There's it. No philosophy. But you could just think, the sake of having it. But I, you would need something that would bring people. I mean, Me. unless it's yeah, they were like, I'm we love Chloe. <laughs> I'm the philosophy. wedding planning is their philosophy. Oh <laughs> they just like their whole existence is to plan weddings for people or have people be wed. That's great boring. marketing. Uh, I don't want to work though. Word of mouth cult. marketing. I just want to sit there and have people bring me berries. <laughs> <laughs> How you turned that into that? It's amazing. I am gonna have a community of raw vegans. You should. Thank you. You would. 
If you told I, me you were, were a raw vegan, I would believe oh you. Oh my god, not. I would believe you. I don't you. mean it like that, but I'm just not. Like my, I am. The, I no. You made some you thick mac and cheese for my birthday. Rude. Yeah, and you it made was it all thick with animal bacon, and yeah. bacon. It was thick with three cues. I'm a good cook. <laughs> <laughs> I eat thick. a rich diet. It was very rich. I'm like, oh, this would make my vegan self. That's because Alex didn't want to celebrate his birthday. I, he turned thirty three days ago, two days ago, and he didn't tell anyone, and he hid ago. it. Yep. And then one day he said, "It's my birthday," and I said, "What are you doing? What birthday is it? Thirty? No." And plans. you were like, "Wait, what? No plan. We have to do something." That's crazy to me. I love. I to was celebrate really people. actually l- was very touched by the whole thing. You were like, "Come over. We're gonna hang out. We're gonna do this." And I was like, "Hell yeah, Ilya!" Of course. Shout out to Ilya, our producer. Producer. <laughs> He's the Sitting homie. on the floor because we don't have a third chair. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to yeah. say this is my first time being in this studio. I'm studio is what I'll call it until I wait until we fix it. <laughs> and <laughs> and there's no third chair. There's mm-hmm. two chairs. Um, I was so proud of these chairs when I found them. I was so proud. You have to understand. It looks like the chairs in the waiting room of my therapist. It looks like at like. And did you say an abandoned hospital yeah. earlier? Yeah, it does my dad look like. used to like he was in security, and so we one time there was a movie being filmed at one of the abandoned hospitals that he he just like I don't know secured, and I met um, Spider Man, who's him? Tobey Maguire. Yes, I met him. It was a movie. I don't know if it ever came out, but he like the scene was he was dying, and he was like laying in his bed, and dying. And so I'm just there in the hallway watching. Everyone's really quiet. And then he opened his eyes. It was funny. Everyone laughed. But all around me were just these chairs. <laughs> in this, like, you painted a great scene there. I think that the hospital went out of business in like 2001. And these were those chairs. Leftover. For sure. <laughs> They're pretty gnarly, actually. It's funny when, you know how, like, when you, you know when you hear a song that you really love, but then when someone else is there that you feel like they're not going to like the song, you think of it differently? Am I judging you? Do you feel this is what do, I feel I about these you? chairs? Okay, well, I'm like this whole place is a gar- piece no, of garbage. No, it's not a piece of garbage. It's a blank slate that could use a lot of love. <laughs> <laughs> I just I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know I'd like a side chair or sorry a side table, and I'd like to put a plant in here to breathe some life into it. And you gotta love that, like the people's elbow green. <laughs> like oh my skin. god, <laughs> that's so gross. Look at that. Did you clean them? I vacuumed them. I had a one time in Portland. Well, I was living in Oregon City, and okay. I was starting a cleaning business, so I wanted to see. I asked for a quote because this company was doing free quotes. So I was like, "Come over, do a quote of the house that I'm living in." We weren't going to use her, but I hired the, the. We had this lady come over, do a quote or whatever, and she parks like a cri- mad woman on our like driveway. Like half the car was oh, like I was like, yeah. So not a cleaning lady, but she came in smelling like um. Like, really bad. Like, really bad. <laughs> Flip-flops with, like, dirt all over, like, sand. was, like, what? tracking all over the house. Super what? unself-aware. And she's, like, the whole time I was asking her questions, she was laughing and, like, ha-ha-ha, talking over <laughs> us. And it was just, it was a fucking mess. So it was not a good experience. Anyways. I had a fire cleaning lady. Who? Oh. So I had no. a... Yes. What? Hire clean, yeah, fire cleaning. In lady. Seattle, I had a Seattle cleaning lady. So both Ben and I worked full-time jobs, my husband and I. And... So we got someone to come in and just like do, I don't know, just general 
cleaning stuff, mostly my laundry. Like I hate to do laundry. I hate, 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 hate it. And it was $50 an hour and she came like once a week for two hours or something. I don't know. 25 mm-hmm. an hour. It was really inexpensive. And she was great and so nice. Like she redecorated my Christmas tree one time. She came in and (laughs) she was supposed to be doing my laundry, but she came in and saw my Christmas tree and she was like, that is so ugly. And so she took all my lights down, unwrapped it and then re did my Christmas tree. Did she do it? Did it look good? It was so much better. Oh yeah. But she didn't do my laundry and then I had to pay her like a hundred dollars because she was there for so long decorating my Christmas tree. And I was like, whatever, that was nice of her. Cause I just can't, I can't, I cannot set a boundary with things like this. So I was like, that's fine. It's fine. You I here. loved it. Yeah. You were here for four hours and I'm so happy. <laughs> um, thank you for helping me. And then one time I had her come and I wasn't home and my dad was there. He was at my house. I was coming back from a trip and I was like, could you mind just coming and would you clean the bathroom and the kitchen? Everything else is clean, but I'm having people over and I just know I'm not going to be able to do it. And so she came over and she sat in the living room with my dad <laughs> for two hours and my dad was texting me and he was like, this lady came over and she won't stop talking to me. My dad doesn't like to talk to anyone. And I got back. And I had already paid her and not nothing had been done. And so I had to let her go. But I didn't tell her that. I just told her that, like, we didn't need anyone and I couldn't oh. fire her. But, yeah, I paid her $100 That is to sit and talk to my dad who didn't want to talk to her. As a person that was doing <laughs> cleaning, mm-hmm. I made sure at first, uh, always, I'm like, oh my if God. you see anything that I missed, look, I'm fucking human. I will miss no, something every once in a while. Bathroom. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I will miss something. This is the list that we like that we agreed on. This is what you need. If I miss anything, you can let me know. You don't yes. even have to pay me. Yes. Okay. I know I miss it, but don't ever like just not tell me something and then just let me. I didn't say it like that, but I was like, always keep an open okay, but dialogue. You were actually because doing your job and like yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel with my business now as a wedding planner. Like oh if my there's God. anything I miss, just text me. You Horrified. can never text me too much. You can never ask for too much. If, I, if you think I forgot something, absolutely. Like I'm on it. This lady did, she owned a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> she owned a <laughs> She owned a raccoon and she was so sweet. Like I just like on a personal level was so motherly, (laughs) (laughs) but I was just paying her to come hang out with me. Oh, well, I got a referral from a friend. That's, I don't know. (laughs) Are you still friends with that person? They, I don't know. No, no. No. Okay. Then no, but I'm not good at like telling people I'm not good at being direct in that situation. I can be direct on behalf of like other people and other clients. Like if it was my couple, one of my clients and they needed something from another vendor, I would absolutely be like, Oh my gosh, this is what I expect. This is what I need. This is the timeline. This is my requirements. Me, that lady comes over and I was like, please clean my bathroom. She didn't. And I was like, that's okay. You can rearrange my Christmas tree next time too for five hours. You can redo my Christmas decorations and I'll pay you. Oh my God. I have no, I can't. Mm. That's my. It's like one of my biggest flaws. I can't not. This ask. Is, it's, I, I don't know. I can't do it. No. Living in the back country, um, it's gonna be really hard for you to find a house cleaner if you need one. I don't think I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna have to learn to clean my own house. <sighs> I was just, thinking like, about except but, not having a nice house yeah, because it's 
heart. Do you think that people back here... Okay, so I have a story. When I was in the city, I hired a landscaper, okay? And I had this house. It was 720 square feet. We sold it for $550,000 because that is the criminal part of the fucking city. But this little tiny house. And all I wanted was to make my lawn look good. I am pregnant. It is the middle of a pandemic. So I'm like, I'm not going to have anyone inside my home because I care about others. And I'm going to have um, <clears throat> people just come... And landscape. And so I hired this person because he was like a friend of a friend. And I just wanted our house to be like the front yard to look good. We had a lot of delivery people that would just drive on our lawn. They would just drive on back up. So the whole lawn was dirt. Then we had these crows that came and attacked our lawn. There were bugs living in it. The crows picked out all the bugs. Our house looked absolutely disgusting. And I hired a guy and I paid him $750 as a deposit. It was going to be a $4,000 job. And he was going to do all these little paths, put in new sod, everything. He doesn't show up. Sod is like delivered to the front of my house, just like a tractor full of sod. And then an hour later, this dump truck comes with gravel, a whole thing of gravel. And it's all over the left side of my lawn. And then mulch comes and mulch is all over the right side of my lawn. They block in our car. I have gravel up to here, three pallets of sod and mulch in this guy ghosted me never came out i had to sell the sod on like craigslist uh, just to get it just because it was gonna <coughs> die yeah. like i didn't know what to do and all this stuff it was horrible i was like hey we're friends like or at least like i knew you in college like can you just like pay me back like can you give me 750 dollars back no i messaged his girlfriend she was like i'm gonna fucking call the police on you and sue you if you ever involve me in this again but i venmoed her <laughs> not him like he was like venmo my girlfriend my venmo doesn't she's work probably, he's probably felon or something it was oh i'm sure he is his i, th I think his mom was murdered like there the stuff like it's fine whatever i mean it's not fine i'm sorry for chloe's her. life is a storm i'm telling no, you it's not. No, i'm just kidding but, <laughs> no it's not no but it was just like the worst experience and i it, whatever 700 dollars. it sucks but i'm not gonna go to court over that i'm not gonna ruin this person's reputation even though i tried they didn't have a yelp page i did try <laughs> um but here i move to this town and I buy a house, and it needed a lot of work, like a lot of work. There was mold in the drywall. And we got a quote from a contractor, and he showed up on time every single day, was there when he said he would, has done so many other extra projects, came in on budget. And I think reputation matters. Like, long story For short, sure. that matters. So I've actually experienced that people care more than in the city. I just feel like they didn't give a fuck because if I said something, there's like a million, literally a million other customers available. Here we have 1,019 people. Yeah. So I think reputation does matter. In a tiny town like this, yeah. Like Right? Like, I think that's better. I don't know. Like, like people and are held accountable. For sure. Like, there's an auto body here. I'll never go again. What? Okay, so you've had bad experiences. Yeah. So I've had, I've heard of bad experiences with cleaning ladies. Like, uh, you know, my friend That's had a cleaning lady. My my friend had a cleaning lady for her Airbnb. And she just like had these, like, she was like, oh, okay, you're the cleaning lady. You're coming. You're going to be cleaning. You cleaned last week. You're going to do that again. She gave the keys to another couple and the couple cleaned up her house, which is like what? total violation of trust was never in the verbal what? contract. Nothing. So she just sees these couple in her, in her house Whoa. moving Vac like sofas over See, to vacuum I feel like under. That would be more likely to happen in the city because doesn't like couldn't she ruin that lady's whole business if she wanted to? I mean, it wasn't on Yelp. Same with thing with you. It's oh, like it was. Yeah. It was like all word of mouth kind yeah. of thing. Well, but I guess it's like, if it's an official like contractor, then I don't like know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, mine was so good. Like that's something being here and not in the city for me. That's just like people are they do what they say they're gonna do. I don't know. That's been my experience. But yeah. I've been here for two months. So and 
uh, there's a little bit of a culture of enabling up here. Not enabling. Tell me about it. uh, And name everyone by name. (laughs) Not by name. Also give their addresses. But but there's just like, but like, for example, like, you know, I work at a cafe here in town and one dude, he used to come in all the time, all the time, whatever. He came in one day, super drunk. Oh. An uh, elderly gentleman <laughs> came in all Let's the time. Not be just here. Well, uh, j- it's just a reality. Is he sexy? <clears throat> no. Okay. <laughs> um, Trying to narrow it down. <laughs> One thousand but people. <laughs> he came. He was super drunk. He fell asleep in the cafe, <laughs> and then, he, but he would come all the time. And we knew him. Sure. And he, um, then he, we closed, and he was there for like six hours. What? We closed, and I was like, "Bro, it's time to go." And he was like, everyone was going to the bathroom when I needed to. Everyone was going when I needed to. <laughs> this motherfucker, peace. Oh, Do you remember? Peace. What? Like, he was on, <gasps> on the table outside with, like, both hands on the table. You know how, like, Ezra was yesterday? Like, <laughs> okay. But he was doing that, except, like, not peeing, like, trickling down. It was just, like, shh, like, he had a hose Inside in his Inside the cafe? Shirt. No, outside. Right outside, outside yeah. Okay. And oh, just, like, my God. it's puddling Wait, up. I mean, it looked like he had a hose in his shirt and he was what? just like going through. It was. So he didn't take off his clothes. No, he just peeing, peeing, <laughs> peeing, peeing a river. And he's like, this is why. Fuck, Alex. I told you I need to use a bathroom. And he's like, oh, looking. And my it was God. Like, and he was like, I-, I need you to give me a ride home. I was like, bro, you no. gotta go. Does he so, live here still? He still comes through. Okay. And this is what I'm saying. Culture of enabling. Okay, yeah. Tell he me. came back. No one said a damn thing to him. No one was like. We like, bro, you really embarrassed yourself the other day. Is everything okay? What's going on? And when I said, hey, I'm going to talk to him because I literally closed and he's the one that peed on my, on my dime. Like, he's peeing on your dime. You know what I mean? I like, would, and I had to I go call, and clean it. I, I, you know, I had to pour a bucket of soap, bleach water over it. And then I, I was would like, throw a bucket of bleach on him. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I, it, but no one had the, no one wanted to talk about it and i've seen this we So it's had like to, hush hush yes. more hush i will say i do think reputations personal reputations i think in seattle at least where i came from were easier to like ruin because there's more people who could kind of stand by something and they were like this isn't okay so we're not going to associate people don't do that here yeah because like, there's, there's only so many people yeah so you like have to you like take in your own yes they're like i love him i love his wife she's so good but once you sit down like this they're like you know he fucking beat at the cafe <laughs> you know he beat everywhere you know how many times he's gotten drunk oh and like my God. so like they'll just do yeah, that i don't like that that's very passive and like very sneaky. so like i don't like that i want to know what someone thinks right away it, same same i'm like y'all Whoa. better not do that and it, like even at our, our workplace we've had someone hit on the owner we've had someone hit on i a little heard there kid. was someone who hit on the owner of that cafe and then, and then died. died yes <laughs> yes and he yeah it was a really tragic way of dying too. It was. I, mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh, but it was. What really, happened? I hope I no one from this. Funny. <laughs> I, do. I don't think um, that is funny. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Death. Okay. Um, Tell the story. What's up? He. This is the only part I want to keep in. He went to prison, <laughs> and he hid a bunch of drugs in his butt, and the condom exploded. So he overdosed in prison. Oh that's what they told that's me. That's not funny. <laughs> Don't smile. <laughs> As you look gorgeous, you're like, it's not funny. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable because I don't. 
I don't want to come off as mean. No. But if but a it's balloon funny. of drugs explodes in your butt, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's avoidable. I <laughs> <laughs> not sticking drugs up your asshole yeah so he died he died right there and it was really bad like he was like but same thing like like, we love i'm obsessed with murder i almost said his name but they were like we love him i feel the guy who died with the butt yeah condolences to him and his but no one really liked him but he would hit on so many other girls behind his his yeah no that's what I'm saying. What? He worked at oh, our work. Oh, as a dishwasher. Yeah. yeah. And he was great. I heard. They're like. I did hear this. I, 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 yeah. Okay. So. I that, did not know the details. And we had um wow. some dude um hit on a young, like a underage girl, under age, like, you know, still minor. Um, We had two of those dudes. And, we and had did kick people do anything? Did you, you That's kicked what him I'm out? Saying. Okay, so you kicked him out. You were just going to say you kicked him out. We didn't. Well, we were just like, you can't work here anymore. Oh, but okay. But I. It, this is side but you note. just feel like things are kind of just like brushed away because there's only so many of us. So if you like, like call everyone out for their shit, there's like three people left. What if you saw some woman? She comes in all the time. You see her all the time, and you see her husband with another woman. Oh, I would tell. So that's what I'm oh, saying. Okay, check your Instagram so message co- requests. I'm. <laughs> I will be the I'm first. I'm so to confused tell. as to what to do because so many people are like. It's none of my I'll business. I'll tell. Tell it's me. I'll tell. <laughs> I'll tell. Like, <laughs> Hi. Hello. They're like, I'm. What the fuck? No, that's so business. shady. I hope. So. No, it business. is my business. That's what I'm saying. With some another woman's pride and like integrity and not knowing about her nasty ass husband is my business. And like, I don't need to. I don't need to follow up. That's how I've always been. I've, this is not the first. I mean, like, I'm not going to in this situation because I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I have absolutely messaged the other woman, or sorry, the woman when there's been another woman and messaged people and just dropped in their inbox. And then, like, I, I don't need to help you put out the fire. It's none of my, if you want to stay with him, you stay with him. Every relationship's different, but I absolutely have been the whistleblower like 85 times. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm always very confused with that because yeah. so many people have been like, it's none of my business. I'm like, but if I, I was just, I'm going to pass someone, on the information. Yeah. I'm not going to do it with judgment. I'm not going to say like, Hey, you need to leave this man. This is what he's doing. I'm going to say, I want you to know that your husband's doing this. Here are the receipts. I'm, I'm always, yeah. Have okay, you ever told? Um, or do you just I stay out told? of it? Well, I just don't I just, care if, if someone gets mad at me because I'm like telling you that your piece of shit husband or boyfriend is cheating on you. Okay, you're mad at me. People will forget that. They're not going to forget that your husband's cheating on you. Like, I would rather... Uh, that's fine. Be mad at me. But, like, maybe I can save you a lifetime of, like, lies. I don't know. That's a good point. I and hate that's, it. But culturally here, I felt crazy for going out of my way and doing I guess that's here, I, I don't know. I can't really speak to it. Like, would I say something here in a small town where, like, everyone could be, like, Chloe told and, like, she's a homewrecker? But you're yeah, not a homewrecker. Yeah, no, I would tell. Uh, I <laughs> don't was tell me so anything. <laughs> I'm like, cause like you see their their wife and kid come through, and you're like, no, fuck that. I w- no, I think that's so insane. I'm I'm that's okay. Well, then I don't feel crazy, and there's probably a million perspectives on it, but I'm glad at least one person's like, what am I gonna? It's uh, you just say it. you don't have stay. to be like they can I'm stay. I'm behind nope, you, girl. They yeah, they can stay. They can but, do whatever they want to do. They can go and do, but I but just feel like you they feel should obligated. Know. And if they tell me, I don't want to know. Great. That's on you. That's yeah, your yeah. business. There are so many people Ooh. who know. Yeah. Who know. Yeah. And who stay. That's true. So many. So many. So 
It takes you to tango. If you were cheated on or if you cheated, what are your thoughts? What would oh, you do? S- sexual you attraction, gone. Okay, yeah, absolutely, right? You're never, Immediately. ever going to see. Mm-mm. There's no way to cross that. Have you that. been cheated on? Mm, yes. Really? I haven't. I, I like, and I, I and, and yeah. I, and I always say I mean, in the beginning I of the relationship. I know of, I may have been, message me. <laughs> if any of my exes did. Um, <laughs> and I make it very clear in the beginning of any relationship. I'm like, look. There's not going to be any cheating here. If you don't like it, we can end things. No, but there's not going to be any cheating. And if you do, you guys can. I was like, you guys can decide which one's getting punched. I'll burn your house down. (laughs) I'm not. No, we're not. You're not dealing with that. I have a feeling like I probably. So I've only had seriously one other real relationship before my husband, and I know I wasn't cheated on there Mm -hmm. because I was. I was 15. <laughs> oh. It was really serious. Actually, and also in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I was in love. Um, no, but I haven't, like, dated seriously a lot of people. So there's a couple people that I would say I had, like, extended things with. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they were not faithful to our thing. But I've never been, like, betrayed by a serious relationship and had to go through that. But I think mm. my reaction would be completely unstable. I was, like... Mm. All right. How'd well, you find out? I just like saw dating apps on his phone. No way. And he was Fuck fell asleep, you. and I, I, he fell asleep with his phone in his hand. I almost smacked this motherfucker awake. Did you go through it? I saw. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I think phone, I'm I was like, sorry. No friend of mine has ever gone through a phone who had a bad feeling who didn't find something. It was on, and I didn't just pick up his phone and like go through it. He fell asleep, and I saw the apps on his phone as it's, and I was like, wait a. You know, mm-hmm. I almost smacked this motherfucker awake. I was, Cause you sleep. What did like, you do? I just woke him up. I was like, the fuck's this? Yeah. You, you yeah. want to explain yourself? Yeah. Cause we got a couple of, you know, there's only a, you know, a couple of things that could be going on here. And <laughs> there's like one thing. There's one thing. Yeah, there's one thing. And he just felt really bad. And oh, it was just a, a conversation that we should, <laughs> we should have had. I hope he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he thankfully recently reached out and was like, I feel horrible about Good. how I, I think ended. growth is possible. I'm not and saying. And we were young yeah. and we yes. were young and it was like, But you in know, the moment, fuck that. How many relationships have you had? Hmm. Um, one, two, like relationships where we were like dating, holding yes, hands, dating walking your parents where, knew on yes. both sides. Oh, mm, for the first one. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, when, when I wasn't out, yeah. relationship is different, yeah. but like where people knew, like it yeah, was yeah. you guys were yeah. together. We're di- going to, um, one, two, three, four. Jesus Christ. Five. I know. <laughs> Why'd you look down? <laughs> five? Yeah. Five. Wow. And when five did you start dating? <laughs> 21, 22. Five boyfriends in eight years, nine years. <laughs> what of, I just, it reminds me of, no, I'm not going to say, say it. Say it. No, you have Do to you say it. Do you know the girls who like break up with a guy and then a month later they're like, I found my one and only. And then they break up with them three months later and they're like, God, the love of my life. El Lamel. L-O-M-L. You're calling me out my early 20s. Yeah. Did you feel that way? Was it like. Well, my first one was like almost three years. Okay. And then it was like one year, six months. It was like. Back to back. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I was actually pretty serially monogamous for a, a chunk of time. Yeah. Just codependent. So you, when did you come out? Well, came out to, it was. When did you come out to yourself? 
young. I was like, <laughs> I was Hi. having crushes on like my elementary school music teacher. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, so very young. young. Okay. I already knew. I was so very knew. clear. Yeah, I was and very then, clear. I was straight. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was kissing boys at five. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. So it's not, some people thought, it's like, it's not creepy to know your, oh, your, like, your sexuality no, at a young I age. I knew my sexuality. It's like, so yeah. you know at a young age. It wasn't like, we. sometimes I'm like, how did you know it when you're five? But it's not even something weird. It's just like. No, okay. So you knew at a young age. When did you come out? Socially. To my cousins, my two closest cousins, love you girls, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, they, um, when I was 23, okay. I was dating um, someone for about a year in. And I was like, okay, okay so I got to tell someone. Okay. So but you, in Portland, he, it was Was he okay myself. with the fact you were in the closet? Or did yeah, everyone in Portland yeah. know? No. I, this was a weird part of coming out. It was like, in my first two or three jobs, I like didn't even tell anyone. Okay. And I was like kind of so hidden. Dating someone. And then I was d- dating someone and I was scared to talk. Like when he would come through, I was scared to talk wow. about it. Even it was in like, Portland. Even they would have po- liked you like, more. I know. <laughs> like I literally <laughs> moved up to the other side of the country yeah. and it was still weird no, for me. No, totally. I mean, it's all I didn't know a anyone bunch of internal area. stuff, I'm sure. All of yeah. it. And then so I um, came out to my cousins when I was like 22, 23. Okay. My parents, I was 26. Wow. Wow. Which is Four years ago. old for the 2000. Sure. One, you know, whatever, 2010s. But we'll talk more about young, it later too. Yeah, young if you're in the 70s, story. but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it was a hot mess. Okay, so you but you dated people mm-hmm, through the 20s. And so how many of them cheated on you? One. Just one. Yeah. That's oh, great. Yeah. Okay, good. That I know. Yeah. I That's mean, what I always like, say. I'm like that I know of. Like I don't want someone to listen to this and be like, ha ha. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, literally, like I'm so oh, okay. close to all of. Well, I was so close to all of them Are you physically. Still close with them? No, no, I mean not. F- not I'm saying close as in like when we're dating, like you're we're hanging out. We're dependent. hanging out. Yeah, we're hanging yeah. out a lot. Like okay. we're like you know. You know. So you know. You know. But it was t- yeah. in the tail end of that relationship where I figured out he was. How many? How many months? Years in. Um, it was like two months at, towards the tail end of it. And then you just ended. I was like, this is just not. That's how I feel. You just there's no way of moving past that unless you're in an oh you're you talk about it you're like you're an we're open opening relationship, this not, relationship yeah. up and I am not that type I'm of person I made I made it very clear <laughs> this is closed 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 <laughs> locked yeah. no Mm-mm. no gated community yeah. double gated community <laughs> yeah, no Mm-mm. yeah no I would murder murder exactly. So that's, I mean, I think that's pretty normal. Jealousy, it, I always hear people like, oh, it's like jealousy is like an ego. For sure, but so yeah. is, so is but, needing. But you can respect your ego. Like my ego says no, so you can't cheat on me. But I'm sure people that are polyamorous have an ego thing as well. That they, yeah, they they're let, just much more like sophisticated, I think, in their self. You don't agree. I, well, but I think it's just like. you're part of a community also that has a lot more polyamory that's what but well in and poly and open stuff and opens yeah and absolutely. let's make I know, distinction yeah. we know what di- open relationships and polyamory there's a difference right yeah no yes. my best friend's polyamorous and then i also have a friend who's married and they have a third and they live with them and i also have friends that are open and then yeah totally. so it's all it's it's, it's but different none, but almost none of them are straight like oh, it's all clear so yeah, for, like all me, for me for mm, me yeah that's interesting do you know a straight thruple nope nope Oh, actually, I did. Did you? Yeah, in, in Portland. Portland. <laughs> they were living in the same house. Yeah, no, and it was it one happens. guy and two girls. Totally. It's just, I think that our egos are definite. And just the way we're raised in society, I don't actually necessarily think it's a bad idea at all to be non monogamous. It's just not for me. Like, I, I just could not. I do love it. how I don't you're like, I love how you're so open and you're such an ally for like all, all these alternative lives. But you cannot, you but you <laughs> cannot be any more like, like, 
hard. I don't it's know how to so say. straight. Well, you're straight in a straight <laughs> marriage, monogamous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm so straight laced when it comes to that. But I truly, 100. percent I, I husband honestly, and kid yeah. in the in the country. Fuck you. <laughs> I live in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, I I feel very um, a very uh, everything's very normative. But I just I don't know. And I, it's not about I no, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't want to because just, I, it's who I am. Her. Yeah, I can't not be like this is who same. I am. The same yes. way anyone can't. They are who they are, but I do feel envy. I think of it sometimes. I look at it. I'm just like, that's cool. Like you're just, mo- you seem more um, evolved. Not you, um, people. <laughs> Shade. People seem, but some people who are more open. It's like you are evolved. Like you really are like outside of yourself. You so disagree with me. Well, it's not. Ev- what I'm saying is you're like, judgy. no, 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 no. I don't mean that. I don't mean it's like a bad thing. I'm not saying that they're not evolved. No. I'm just. Huh? Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that they're not evolved. I'm just saying that they, um, it's just like what works for them. You, I know some people that are polyamorous. That it's like they can't be monogamous. Totally. It's like it would be, it would be just like you being polyamorous. It just would not work. No, it would. I wonder, like in my marriage, it definitely wouldn't work. And but in I wonder maybe if I was older and I'd been single and I could like be. I don't know. I can't speak to it. I met my husband at 22 and I'm 27 now. So, like, no fucking way. But maybe if I had been single later, like, I could be more open to, like, dating multiple people. I don't think I would have, like, a relationship with three people. But maybe I could be in an open relationship where, like, I was separately dating other people. I Not now. That yeah, is yeah. not. Would never. And I don't want it. But I think maybe in a different, like, life I could have I gone see that way. What, I you see what, what mean? you mean. I just, But like, I don't know if my partner s- could be with other people. <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah like, so I, no like, my ego is wait no way it's like no, but i'm like and it's not fair for me to be like oh i can but you can't okay i'm gonna bring this back to our topic oh yeah 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 yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah i know good luck everyone this is what you're getting <laughs> this is what you're getting this is just uh, uh, we've uh, had to go through a lot yeah and there's a there's a lot, a lot more um to bring it back to the city and the country city versus, yes uh do you think you see more polyamorous relationships in the city or the country of course city but there is a throuple that lives here in town they're so cool they actually really i met them and remind me so much of my other friend i was referencing who lives in new york and is in a throuple and they have the same energy and they're just so loving and they have an expansive heart i don't know it's just like wow you really love each other and you can you two can go do something and the other stays home and it's just like I just I think there's something really beautiful about that. Definitely. So I I, don't, I, I hope know, I didn't I no, hope I didn't sound like I don't agree with. No, it or but something. you are funny because, God, I don't want to say most. There are just a lot of queer people who are just so much more open, and you are very much like hell fucking no. This well, is it might be a gay relationship, but we are not doing the like orgy kind of. We're not doing that. We're gonna have a very very like stereotypical monogamous relationship. Yes. Which and I like that. I mean, it's not that I like or dislike either of them. It just is funny because it's usually my queer friends who are like, I'm fucking them on the side. Yeah. And and <laughs> I and uh, for me, it was like the opposite. Well, actually, I don't r- truthfully don't really have that many gay friends. I have Which a lot of so ally friends. But and <laughs> I'm it's an not like ally. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm like <laughs> ally. Well, I mean, like, you know, you're like a super ally. You're yeah. like you're like the queen of the gays. I say that to all my friends oh my that God, are girls. Kill me. <laughs> no, I would love. I think you would love. I think you would thrive if you had more gay friends. I think so. Maybe I mean I have a lot of straight friends. I just have friends. friends. I like having both. So I have friends, and I don't 
really look at the sexuality. I just look at what our interests are. I think the cultural part, like of the way the relationships are different, is more what makes it sometimes different between the queer community and like the straight community. It's not like their sexuality or who they're dating. It's just I'm more likely to find people who are more open-minded who are queer. So I think that's what's cool is you just get to see a side of you. It's like they're just like me in every way except for some of their interpersonal relationships are just more open-minded. And I think that's cool. Hmm. So I think maybe just, you know. Expand a bit. Well, I mean, it's just again. And uh, you know, I, we live in a town I of a thousand do, people, so I need to drag you to the city. Yeah, I guess I'm that's a city a, girl. The, at the end of the day, totally. And I'm open to doing stuff like that, but it's not what I do. No, you know you're not I mean? like, like looking for. I don't like going to a gay bar means I have to go to a bar, and I don't go to bars. You know what I mean? Like, I not that I don't go. It's just I don't go. You know, that's not what I do on my off time. I let's just go to a bar. Let's. Ilya. Ilya, you want to go to a bar? Drag Ilya to a gay bar? Oh, you'd be hit on like crazy. Yeah, you would be. Oh, my God. I get hit on at gay bars. <laughs> I, of course. <laughs> From every gender. Yeah, I bet. Oh, my gosh. One time in the city. I'm like really trying to bring this back. To the city. In the city, in San Diego. I went out this summer before I moved here. And my friend, who's just like a macho straight guy. He's Italian. I'm Italian. He's like blah 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 I can get a woman blah 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 and I was like bet like let's see and I ordered <laughs> I ordered a drink from a girl gorgeous I didn't know anything about her I didn't ask anything about her and I just said I want you to give me your best drink like I just want it to taste so good and that's all I said to her I said it just like that she came and she walked up and she <laughs> I think that, like she came I was like damn <laughs> no I asked her she almost, orgasmed immediately <laughs> but, so then my friend orders a drink whatever we both order drinks same chick whatever we would just you know see what happens she came up to me and she was like this is gonna make your pussy taste so good <laughs> <laughs> and my other best friend was with me who is lesbian and i walked up to her and i was like lauren <laughs> she said my pussy's gonna taste good <laughs> okay Se- okay this we're gonna end this with a segment where we found people you found people. Did you find anyone? I did. I messaged them, but they didn't message me back. Okay. So my friends are a lot less responsive. Mainly okay. my one lesbian cousin that lives in LA. <laughs> so you messaged your one friend <laughs> who lives in the city. <laughs> She's a family member. So, <laughs> my family member. <laughs> she didn't respond. Did not respond. Okay. She's busy. She works she in busy? She's works in apparel, so she's always busy. Um, she kills it. Love okay, her. So Love you, Simone. Shout out. We eventually would love it if we have fun funny things to end the podcast with and you guys tell us funny shit but um this is our first one so i texted my friends and i told them i'm starting a podcast with someone who's already had a podcast and he just wanted to go in a different direction with me because the moment he met me it all was clear literally <laughs> thank actually you. though for thank real you. thank you but i asked my friends okay so what is your perception of like the country and city and then i think they were kind of like well i don't know and it was kind of lame so i was like fine whatever what are your craziest stories that have happened to you so all of my friends for context <laughs> are from the city and before i read these <laughs> this is crazy i tried i was trying to do a perception thing and then it just like we're just going to tell wild stories so First and foremost, I want to say I'm assuming by the nature of these stories, oh, there's a lot of drug addiction and houselessness in the individuals in the story, which is both things I'm very passionate about. However, these are funny ass fucking funny stories. fucking stories, and I'm just they are what they are, and who the individuals are, I don't know, so I can't speak to that. 
but I'm going to read some <laughs> stories. <laughs> Please. Let's start with this. Have my friends in the city. So this girl's from the East Coast. Boston? No, and she doesn't want me to name the city because this happened at her work and legally. <laughs> She's it. not got supposed it, to it. tell stories. Got um, it. Okay. So my friend... Um, Go for Jedediah it. Said. Jedediah. Okay, okay, got it, got it. <laughs> One time I was at work and a man told me that the government was tracking him with microchips in his cigarettes. And when I remembered him from the day before, I said, Okay, have a seat. Your name is Kevin, right? And he screamed because I knew his <laughs> name. <laughs> and as he ran out of the building, there was a flap in the back of his pants <laughs> with no underwear. So as he ran away, his butt was flapping in the wind, <laughs> screaming out of the building. <laughs> And this was where? I can't say. It's well, an undisclosed location. It, but it, like where in like. Not, was that a courthouse? Not ge- Oh, in a courthouse. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. Okay. <clears throat> this story. is the only stuff that's ever. Ha- this stuff has only happened to me in the city. Yeah, this absolutely. Kind of similar situation. So my other friend, best friend, Jillian. I can name her. She lives in Seattle. Hi, Jillian. Hi, Jill. She said, one time a man pulled his pants down, bent over, and pressed his asshole up against my apartment <laughs> lobby building and stayed there for 20 minutes until someone detained him. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is where? Oh, in Seattle. This yeah. is fine. Yeah, we can say that. Oh my I just can't. God. The other person like works for the government. <laughs> okay, so then the other person said, and this was my very favorite personal story. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, I didn't leave the city because of this. I left Seattle because of the weather. I just want to be clear. I love this shit. Oh, and I'm going to ask you I why lo- you even moved here okay. after. But okay. So my friend who works for the government. Okay. Also, one time a woman asked to speak to someone from my office. He came out and told her he would be right with her and walked away. <laughs> oh, my God. She pulled out a full-size can of Febreze out of her purse. <laughs> and started aggressively spraying her crotch for a full minute. Ew! Uh, ew. <laughs> and my friend who's telling me these, like, she is, like, in her 30s. She's not exaggerating. Like, she is not. She wanted oh. to be anonymous. Like, she made it very clear. But for a full minute. She's like, <laughs> Did you go in her pants or just like outside of it? I can get details. Oh my God. <laughs> and then the last one, and this is more, I think this is a culmination of Seattle. This is like Seattle in a nutshell, okay? And this was when I said, can you tell me a story about your craziest experience in the city? Hmm. Hmm. Two weeks ago, a man showed up to my building with a machete trying to get in, and like nine cops came to detain him. One time, I saw a woman scratching her asshole and was slapping pedestrians in the face. One time, my other friend was attacked by a person. The person hit him in the face, and then he got pink eye from it. And also, the nude bicycle race in Fremont is an experience. Let me think of more. Oh my God. (laughs) A machete. Shit. Okay. I t- and that's it. This that's is all I have. <laughs> I think a lot of this stuff also has to do with like the meth issue that there is. That's what I'm saying, and I don't want to be insensitive to it because at the end of the day, Seattle does not deal with the homeless population, the houseless population. They don't have any fucking like help for drug recovery. But at the, the someone did get pink eye because someone scratched their asshole and hit them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> These are funny stories. They're funny. And it's just like, it is the world though. Like you seriously walk down the street and like, this is what you see. And it is part of the city culture. And like this girl lives in a high rise. Her apartment's $3,000 a month and like on the waterfront in Seattle. And like there is someone bent over with their booty hole 
to the window at oh her place and it is what it in like in she also said like i want to clarify jillian was like yeah the problem is that the police don't like want to help anyone they just want to like arrest people and then they can't even arrest people not that they should be able to but we can't do anything about um like drug users you can't really remove them or anything which which is okay but there's no help for them there's no alternative i don't want the police like hurting any homeless person either but there's no like rehab recovery but yeah that's the fucking city for you like that is the city and that is like those are people who just walk in and start spraying (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) one time well i just remember like shit like that would happen like i would be drinking coffee waiting for the bus and like some lady was like can i have a sip of your coffee (laughs) stuff like that like one guy like came up to me one time and he starts talking like I knew him and like we were like continuing yeah. a conversation. Yes. He's like, and, and, we, and I was like trying to get what he's saying at first. He's like, I was like, oh, this oh, you're, guy, you're not saying anything. He's fucking crazy. Like, f- like and talking no one crazy. is helping them. No, that's sad. Yeah. Of and course. I, and I want to say that too, disclaimer. Like, I think I'm a, like, I have a sense of humor about that's all it stuff. is. But Jesus Christ, we that need government funding and some fucking programs for these people. Yes. And and myself. And I like free things, too. Mm, <laughs> mm, I agree. Um, Therapy should be free. I think so. Therapy should. It's hard, I, it's hard I because it's a service. No, I think therapists should get paid. I just don't know if, like, clients should be having to pay $400 a session. That's, like, so That's it should a be lot. subsidized. That's a it's lot. crazy. Okay, like, yeah, but we're not anyway. getting political. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that was um, today's episode of TLDL. Too long, didn't listen. You better listen. You better fucking, you better fucking listen. listen. You listen up, bitch. You better have been listening this whole time. <laughs> I hope we kept their attention for most of it. I don't know if we did, but I think we did. I don't I know if we did, but I think we did. The chloe storm definitely keeps a l- grabs your attention i'm gonna keep calling you a storm did Th- you know my middle name was legally um summer star oh yeah so because oh. they liked like summer storms or something so chloe summer star was my name but i did change it to adrian <laughs>